Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Right now, uh, another issue in the same sort of category in terms of how we manage our outdoor spaces in the province of Alberta. And you might have heard the story 10, 10 days ago, two weeks ago. The province announced uh, $8 million in funding for two off-road trail maintenance groups. This lasts over the next four years, $2 million a year. The Alberta Off-Highway Vehicle Association and the Alberta Snowmobile Association will split this money. Uh, it will go to upkeep and expansion of the existing trail network. That's how it's described. $2 million a year. Now, obviously, those who use the trails are thrilled, and they say their argument is not only will this benefit them and make the experience more enjoyable, they also say this will help the ecosystem, and this will do good things for the wild spaces in the province of Alberta. But, as you might expect, there are some people and some groups standing up and saying just the opposite. No, no, no. This isn't going to be beneficial uh, for the environment and the ecosystem. In fact, it's going to be destructive. So let's have a conversation about that. We're going to chat with Mark Boyce, who's an ecology professor in the University of Alberta's Department of Biological Sciences. Mark, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here today. My pleasure. So we have competing narratives when it comes to this story. Where do you fall? Is this a good thing or a bad thing for our ecosystem and our wild spaces? How about I come right up the middle and okay. say it's good and it's bad? <laughs> Fair enough. Tell me why. Um, okay, there are good things about having an improved trail network because right now uh, we have uh, places where quads are crossing streams and trashing wetlands and making a total mess of things. Yeah. And we got to clean that up. And one way to do that is to install quad bridge and there are places in Alberta where we've done this already install bridges across wet um, uh, uh, streams uh, do other things to make sure that we we focus the quad use on trails where they're not just ripping up everything okay so that's a good thing yeah the bad thing is we also have done research in my lab uh, showing how um, uh, many species of wildlife really respond to quads in fact uh, we've, we've done uh, studies on, on four-wheel drive pick-em-up trucks on roads that, that uh, uh, grizzly bears and elk respond to that, to traffic activity, and they respond almost exactly the same way to quads. Okay. They, they hear them coming, and they booger off, you know, and so the, there's sort of a zone of influence that goes out about 500 meters. That's a fair distance of habitat loss associated with um, uh, heavily used, heavily used trails. So where do we, how do we cope with these conflicting kinds right. of, uh, of issues? It's hard to imagine that we're going to convince Albertans not to go um, racing around on, on quads. And so the idea is to try to focus that activity in some areas and, and reduce use in other areas. One place where we don't want quads, absolutely do not want quads is in the Alpine. Keep them out of there. Make it illegal to go into the Alpine, um, with, with quads and, and motorbikes, uh, because there's, 
um, several sens- highly sensitive species that use those alpine areas um, uh, year-round, but also seasonally, um, and that uh, um, activity in those alpine areas is is uh, is really negative. Bighorn sheep and mountain goats and grizzly bears, many species that use those areas that are are affected in a big way by by quad use, and also the habitat destruction because um, running a quad across um, tundra, uh, alpine tundra. Uh, creates disturbance that takes years and years and years to recover because these plants are really slow growing they're sh- the, the shallow rooted and that um the recovery after disturbance uh in the alpine is uh, is very long and and so the dis- the disruption is is um, much greater in the alpine than than in other areas so the the most important areas that we need to protect from um uh, quad use are alpine and stream crossings and wetlands um so whatever we can do to to focus um use on on well developed trails that avoid these kinds of habitats that would be a good thing so yes it's good and it's bad yeah exactly and i think you know one of the things that sort of struck me in the statement from the government and i think this might get right to the heart of it is this money goes to maintenance which I think you and I are both seem to understand that's probably a good thing, you know, building of bridges and things like that, and expansion, which is another issue altogether. I mean, can we do both? In terms of expansion, uh, I've read some biologists who say, we've, we've already got too much. We've already in, impacted the ecosystem too much. We can't expand. Maintenance might be a good thing. I mean, where do you fall on that? Are there areas where, okay, we can, if you want to expand, let's go expand here? Um, or have we already reached sort of saturation, as some other biologists have said? Yeah. Um uh <laughs> Yeah, you you've hit on a very def- a del- delicate area there and I agree that uh we have um uh plenty of disturbance already. Right. Um and so we you know one of the areas where where we've worked is is uh, uh south of of Hinton um where you know the the uh, um is it the White Horse? Uh, um, um, I guess it's a provincial park. Uh, the, the boundary um, with that versus just the green zone outside of there is just like night and day. I mean, the the you know where quads are restricted, um, uh, you get hikers and you get uh, yeah. horse, horseback riders, and the the amount of disturbance from those user groups is much less than. Uh, the quads outside where they've just totally ravaged some of those landscapes. So, um, do we have enough? Probably, you know, there are an awful lot of areas where people can go quadding. It's, in fact, most of the province you can go quadding. And, and, uh, restricting those areas is probably a better idea than, than expanding those areas. Yeah, Mark, and it's finding the balance, right? Exactly. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.